I want people to understand, especially as new believers, our goal is not to see how close we can get to the line without crossing. Correct. Our goal is to run from the line. That's right. And so our boundary can't be like inches from the line. We want to be miles and miles away. That's right. You know, so that we we don't ever even come close to getting into a situation. If you know bad decisions are going to be made after 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. in the morning, Mm -hmm. then don't go out. Don't exactly. stay out past eleven or right. something, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like it's not how it's not how long can I stay out before I start getting into trouble. It's what time do I need to go home so I don't even get close uh, to right. that moment. I got, I got a two hour buffer. Yes, from trouble. We believe that you are strong by design, and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life in today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Strong by Design podcast. So great to have you. So great for this conversation to finally happen Mm -hmm. after we've been talking about it for many weeks now. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, to all of our uh, great listeners out there, return listeners, thank you for coming back for more podcasts here. We are, um, you know, uh, nicely into our sixth season. By the time this releases, we have surpassed the five-year mark on the show. We are just off and running. We have been recording probably more podcasts uh, recently with the addition of Tanya coming back Mm -hmm. into the fold, which has been great having her voice as a holistic health practitioner. And of course, I'm sitting down with a co-host of the show, Mr. Jared Haley. So Mm -hmm. thank you for joining me for this conversation today, buddy. Um, And you've been doing a ton of hosting in your Mm -hmm. own right with past acquaintances and friends and mentors, all these different great people that you've encountered uh, in the last couple decades that you've been Mm -hmm. uh, just the Bill Roach episode was a great conversation. Go back and listen to that. Uh, You've had some uh, ones with some really, I mean, close friends, Mm -hmm. old acquaintances. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun to kind of reconnect with different people and bring them onto the show and not just hear about where they're at, but I mean, the things that they've become an expert in, you know, and being able to to glean from their experiences as well. Well, I think that's what we do such a good job of is there are so many um, terrific voices out there that don't necessarily have the big following, Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't take away from their expertise right. or their the strength in what they have to say mm-hmm. uh, or the application of what yeah, they have the to value. say. The value mm-hmm. uh, is, 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 is there. I'm blown away sometimes by some of these people that we come across or mm-hmm. intru- that we're introduced to. Yeah. Um, uh, just just this year, I could probably name five or six people that aren't household names by any means, but it was such a great conversation mm-hmm. that it, and and I what I say in, in a lot of these at the start is that these conversations are changing me as much as sure. anybody listening. Mm-hmm. Um, the impact that they have on us as hosts, I think, is 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 yeah. also like that extra side awesomeness mm-hmm. to having this podcast. Is we're reaching people all across the world with powerful conversations with amazing people. Um, and in, in doing that, obviously we are kind of improving our own, uh, mm-hmm. capacity for, for learning and for growth and for, um, 
just navigating this crazy life that we yeah. live. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's been great. And so this conversation we talked, you mentioned this actually, uh, a few months back at least mm -hmm. when you knew I started watching this series. Yes. And yeah, I think you're very early on, like you, I think I pushed you a little bit to watch it more. Because, I think so. You know, I think so. Cause it's been out for a few years now. Yeah, I don't the, know. When the, the first the series, first season, the first yeah, season yeah. it's yep. been a few years. Yep, yep. And you had said something. I'm like, yeah, I haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. I'm like, well, you should get to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've just been so impressed with, we're talking about The Chosen, by the yeah, way. Yeah, by, by, <laughs> if they haven't guessed from the title yeah, yet. Uh, yeah. But I was just impressed with the, the story. Um, I was impressed with just the production value mm. um, and uh, so so much that we'll get into. But, you know, it's kind of like a lot of times uh, when it comes to like Christian film or it comes to Christian music, it's like it has its own flavor. Yes. And you, 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 you pinpoint it like right away. You're like, yeah. This kind of feels like yeah. it's a Christian. It's like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. It's like, all right. You recognize it. You right? Yeah. Um, I've seen this exactly. before. But with The Chosen, I mean, obviously, it's a Christian f series because it's about Jesus and the disciples. But they've done such a good job with the writing that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't have like that cheese factor. Yeah. It, it, it feels like, and I think that's why it's doing so well, yeah. is because even non-Christians will watch it and find value in it mm -hmm. um, because of just how good it is and how well, well these, it's done. These are real people. These are real men and women that were had real problems right. and had you know they were right. human beings. They were they yes. were they were they were imperfect. Yes. They were you know the, the the they some of them were were not very good people. Right. You know at some point and, and the problem with the with the Bible with Scripture is that it can't give every single detail. No, it can't to, fill like, all those like, gaps. It's a pretty big book already, <laughs> you know? And so there's so much story. My wife, Christiana, all the time, especially in like the Old Testament, because sometimes there's stories in the Old Testament that are just saying things matter of fact. And people will take that as, oh, is that how we're supposed to do things? And, and I'm like, no, like the Bible, it's not saying this is how you should do things. It's just recording the historical events of what did happen mm -hmm. um, for good or for bad. Um, but it's like you'll have one sentence and you're sitting there going, where where's the rest of the story right like i want to know what else is going on I got a lot of questions yes a lot yeah. of questions and so you can dive into especially when you're doing like biblical studies right you can dive into uh you know cultural context and historical context yes. and just a uh, context of where it, where it's fitting in the whole yes. in the whole story of that of that particular book uh but uh, i appreciate so much with the chosen that they they openly admit like hey we're taking some creative leeway here uh because we recognize that all of the story is not here mm -hmm. and so this is these are things that could have happened based on the culture and the the historical things that were happening at that time yes. um and it just opens at least for me it opened my eyes to oh my goodness uh 
these struggles and the things that these people are going through, it became so much more tangible and real. That's right. Um, just being able to see it in that form. And then to actually go back and read scripture after that um, and, and to start processing and praying through, okay, God, you know, help me, help me understand even more. And then how that then transfers and applies yeah. to how I'm living my life. It today. brings the Bible to life a little bit more, yeah. I think, for people, especially those who maybe don't dive into it sure. all that much and just can just know some scripture, mm-hmm. but they're not real. Like mm-hmm. they're really not yeah. in, investing themselves yeah. in. It's been fun with our reading. kids yeah. to like watch it and then go back and read it. Absolutely, uh, and then kind of have a conversation That's with right. them. I mean, this is a, a real. This is an era type series right this is based on this culture a couple thousand years ago Mm -hmm. they do they they do some shifting they'll go back and 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 show some old testament things going on as well that we might have some relevance in in uh, but um but i thought they yeah they've done such a marvelous job of making these characters very believable real people with real struggles as you said and i think it can be uh, enjoyed by anybody yeah anybody seeking yeah. i think just truth and who likes history mm-hmm. um and i've just yeah i mean i i tour right through the first three seasons mm-hmm. um and i mean there are only eight episode seasons i'm pretty right. sure yeah. So it goes by pretty quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. It's you know it's about forty five minutes or yeah. so an episode. <laughs> Probably average. Yeah, I think that there's like the children's episode. I think mm-hmm. it was only like thirty minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they have some that stretch over an hour. Yeah. But I think that the average is probably around forty five minutes. Yeah, they've done a great job, Angel Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, at, you had said something the other day about it being like an incognito gospel right. story. Yeah. Because it, it 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 is about the Bible, it is about the disciples, it is about mm-hmm. Jesus, but it's the way that it's it's been put out there mm-hmm. um, has just been d- different from I think everyone else's past experiences right. with the typical right. Christian movie, as you as you said. Sure. Um, but the fact that it's fun, largely crowd-funded. funded, crowdfunded, yeah. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and it keeps it from it, it allows them to to write the story and do it the way that they want to do it and it's not like having some other production like if you get picked up by some mm-hmm. production agency, you know, they're going to they're going to they're going to they're going to influence the way that you're yeah. able to do things. And so they've been able to really stay true I think to their original vision. Mm-hmm. Um and you see that and you see that in every season there's different characters that they're highlighting that it's just it's 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 cool to dive into and think mm-hmm. okay this this could have been you right. know you know not that it did happen but it, it's definitely in the realm of possibility yeah. you know now we have some spoiler alerts y- yes we good good call yeah <laughs> so we want to talk a little bit about the show so if yes. you haven't seen the show go watch it I then know. come back and listen yes. to uh, our thoughts on it. I mean, this wouldn't like ruin the show no. for you, yeah. but we are going to get into yeah. some specifics. I think you said yesterday, like, we know eventually that Jesus is, is going to die on the cross. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. there, there is the, yeah. the, the main yeah. guy It's like watching the Titanic. Yeah. I saw a TikTok yesterday, actually, that was, he was like yelling at his mom like it was a joke video. And he's like... 
I didn't know it was going to happen that way. And she's like, everyone knows that Titanic was going to sink. And he's like, not Titanic. I didn't know that Jack and, you know, them were, we're going to get together or something like right, that. Right, and I'm right, just like right. flipping it, but it was kind of funny. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, yeah, so I, we wanted to get, obviously, the, the show is really built on all the, the, the closest followers yep. of Jesus, the disciples, also called the chosen, and why they were chosen and, and um, what that looks like. So we wanted to get into some of these individual characters. So mm-hmm. why don't you start it off with the, sure. the, the so first one? The first story that really happens in season <clears throat> one is, is around Peter mm-hmm. and his brother Andrew. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love how they depict Peter's character. Um, I mean, he's, he is who, who we think he would be, you know, he's very headstrong. Um, but his whole in, intentionality is I want to take care of my family, right? Like you see that very early on, mm-hmm. but then what they do such a good job of is helping to explain both. Uh, you, you see the Romans um, and how they're interacting uh, with Israel and the Jews. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you also see like the religious leaders and the Pharisees and uh, you learn about the taxes from both. Right. And how, uh, like Peter is just trying to pay his taxes. And, uh, I don't know how I missed this. Like I've been to Bible college. Uh, I grew up, you know, going to church and somehow I missed the one scripture that says that Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law. Huh. And I never, I'm like, Oh my gosh, Peter was married. Like I never made that connection for yeah. some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so being well, able it's to only s- really, it's only really discussed what, just that that's it like i went back and looked much it it's that one there's really no mention of his wife not his wife or or any of that yeah it's just uh jesus came and healed his mother-in-law and so you're like okay he's married uh but they built this whole story around his marriage you know um and his uh you know him trying to take care of the family and and the whole thing of you know him being out all night trying to catch fish for the purpose of he was about to go to jail for mm-hmm. for not being able to pay his taxes, you right. know, and uh, just the weight of that. And I think we feel that weight and pressure a lot in, especially now as mm-hmm. inflation is on the rise mm-hmm. and, and all of these things that are going on where everyone just feels uh, a lot tighter financially, you know, and then, you know, tax season comes around and we're like, oh man, taxes, you know, it's like, it, it helps you have that that connection with him and a little bit more understanding about what, not just specifically Peter, but uh, the Israelite people, like what were they, what were their, their daily struggles? What were they trying to, to do? How were they trying to succeed in, the, in, in those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I mean, I just, I really appreciated uh, being that insight into the life and culture. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, they, they and you know these. Obviously, we're going to kind of go through a list of uh, some of these different uh, characters, but I thought they did a great job of just overall casting. Yep. Um, to just terrific people. They, mm-hmm. they really ha- portray all the roles so well, so believably, and um, I think that really adds to it. Um, yeah, I love Peter's fire, mm-hmm. his passion, uh, his toughness. Uh, you know, and I think that Jesus liked, you know, I've heard other, um, other people talk about it. Jesus liked to roll with some tough dudes. Mm-hmm. These were not pansies. These were mm-hmm. not wimpy men. These were fishermen. These were tough, mm-hmm. strong 
bold. Right. Uh, they were not perfect by any means, but right. that's why Jesus loved their heart. And I think mm-hmm. in their, their passion uh, mm-hmm. and their toughness. Right. And, and that, that I mean, plays that's into what, it. That's what Jesus does, right? He's able to see through the exterior into the interior. And uh, that's just the way yep. he is, you know, and then he helps mold you to get there. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He, he's, the, he's the iron. He's mm-hmm. the ultimate iron right. sharpening us. Um, so Nicodemus, this is for me mm-hmm. in season, uh, I believe it was season one, mm-hmm. this by far was the most touching part Yep. Of, of that season that for good, me, yeah. this, character, this, yeah, his character, this character, the story of Nicodemus. Um, he is a, uh, a Pharisee. He's a Pharisee. Yeah, he's right? like a head one. He's like a head one. Yeah. And he has these emotions, these yeah. feelings about Jesus. Yeah. It's that, like an internal struggle. Internal mm-hmm. struggle, right? Because he's trying to appease all of his fellow Pharisees, mm-hmm. while at the same time kind of believing that this man is something right. special. Right. That this this could be the so, Son of God, or this is the Son of God. Just imagine, like, you've invested in this career, right? Mm-hmm. This career of being uh, a religious leader. And the whole time you're doing it, you're like, you're being told you're doing this for God, and in your heart of hearts, you believe, I'm doing this. I want to serve God with everything that yes. I have. And so I invest and I pour. I'm going to abide and, by all and, these and rituals. I, and I go and up the things. ladder yes. you know, uh, of religious leaders, and, I, and now I'm like in charge of this area. And then all of a sudden, Jesus it's comes Capernaum, along. right? That's that, that's basically the area that he's I, in. I, I can't, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> that but, sounds right. Yeah. Um, but... All of a sudden, Jesus shows up, and you start questioning everything that you've done. Your, I mean, and he's That's an right. old guy at this. That's I mean, right. I don't know how old he was really, um, but at, at this particular in in the show, you know, to be like, man, I thought I was doing it right, and now I'm questioning everything, and it's this battle between religion and relationship, yes, right, which is continues to be a battle today, yes. right, um, with people where they'll invest in in the religion, but they never actually understand mm. the relationship with Jesus and that yes. that's needed. And just watching his internal struggle yes. yeah. of even with his wife, right? Even his own wife. Yeah, she's who, like, who she's has like, what's standard? wrong with you? Right. Right. What's going on with you? Yeah. So behind like, closed like doors. You are, and she's yeah. so like, you are an important man and you need to do this and you need to do that. And it's your duty to do this. And, you know, all of these things. And he's like... He's just questioning everything. Yep. Um, and, he, and he has a come to Jesus moment at night. Right. That's Which is the story that the we know. Under the guise of, uh, of yeah. night. Which secretly. that was cool too because we read about that story in, in the book of John. And they did a good job of having John and one other disciple that was with them like off to the side like eavesdropping as they're having this conversation. And that's I thought right. that was like from a film standpoint, like that was brilliant yeah, was because really we know good. that John's the one who wrote down that that conversation, and That's like, right. um, so for them to have that private, intimate moment where Nicodemus is able to ask all of these questions to Jesus, and Jesus yeah. knows, and he's like, like, yeah, man, let's meet, I, you know, um, and for John to be the one overhearing, that, I just thought that yeah, was that, that was cool. It. That was cool. It was great. I mean, he 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 drops down. He basically praises him as as the son of God. Yes, he and does. Look, looks upon him, and Jesus puts his hands on him, and yep. it was just—it's really touching, yeah. very emotional. Yep. I definitely got emotional just watching it. This older gentleman, who, as you said, you know, was living this standard, this mm-hmm. life, this possible facade, and um, yeah. and then really feeling that pull mm-hmm. towards wow, like this is what this is what. 
yeah. my whole life is about yeah. or what it should be about yeah. is this man yeah. following this man. Yeah. And then the, their creative leeway is that they, is that Jesus asked him to come with them. Yes. Um, and then, you know, the, we don't see this happening in scripture, but, uh, where he's hiding around the back right, of the he's building. hiding around the corner, and and it's like he can't give up the the life that he he's been given. Like right. he can't give up his his Pharisaical life. And Jesus kind of says, uh, "Is everyone here?" Yes, kind of loudly. Yeah. So that Nicodemus, yeah. knowing that Nicodemus is just hiding around yeah. the edge of the building where the yeah. other disciples can't yeah. see him, like giving him that other, one more chance, one to, more, and he's just and, and he's like looking, like, "Come on, yeah, please." Yeah, and know? Nicodemus is around the corner, like balling. Yeah, you know? oh, he's losing it. Mm-hmm. And he had left, but he had left some uh, some some, t- some money. coins, yeah. some money for them yeah. to help fund the their yeah. their trip. The, yep. So yeah, that was that was a. A cool way to develop that story. I that thought so. I think the chosen just—they did a really good job of uh-huh. of helping. Again, it's giving context around the one conversation that we actually see in That's scripture. Right. But how many of us are torn in life? Oh, sure. Doing something that we know might, mm-hmm. you know, we think yeah. it's at the start might yeah. be the right thing, and then we yeah. realize in the midst of it mm-hmm. that oh, this isn't the right, right thing. But now I'm so embedded, mm-hmm. I'm so invested yeah. in it. I, how do I get out of yeah, it? Yeah. Well, scripture says right. Died itself, you know, die yeah. to your life, rise up with Christ and, and follow, you know, and that's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a daily struggle, really, but it's something we're all called to do. And, and mm-hmm. so I just think that they portrayed that in the character of Nicodemus really, really well. Yeah, wonderfully. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they didn't resolve, they didn't resolve it in like a happy way either. They resolved no. it in the fact that he went back to, to what he knew. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. So. You had mentioned another, I mean, we're jumping around obviously a little bit, but um, that conversation that Jesus has, I think it's towards the end of season two, if I'm not mistaken, mid to late season with little James. Yes. Is it? Is it yeah, it must be. I don't know. I get it mixed up. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, se- yeah, little late James. Yeah, we were talking two. about that. Yes. Mm. Um, li- now, little James. Why is he called little James? And then what's going on with him? Well, little James. So there's two Jameses, right. and they keep saying James. And so Jesus, like to differentiate between the two, you know, big James and little James because of their size. Yeah. Uh, but little James has some health issues going on. Like he's limping around and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this particular moment. Um, he's looking to G- he like he's having a one on one time with Jesus and he's That's like, right. Hey, can we talk? You know, and he's like, Yeah. Right. And this is right before he kind of sends them off two by two. Yes. Yeah. So that that's why this conversation's happening. Yeah. Uh and and Jesus has been healing people like, yes. and doing his ministry. And uh little James is basically like, Jesus, you're healing all of these people. I've I'm serving you and following you faithfully. Why can't I be healed too? Mm. You know? Um, and, you and, me- and we're feeling watching the show you're thinking that yeah you're thinking like why is he not being taken mm-hmm. care of here mm-hmm. like yes. <laughs> he's a, a follower he's doing the yep. he's doing the good work yep. here and he's yet yeah. he's still gimping and I think, around I can't remember if, if James says this but he's like wouldn't my testimony be more effective if you healed me too and then when we go out two by two i can share with everybody how you healed me but like jesus does he completely flips it upside down what does he say do you remember well he basically says wouldn't it be that much more powerful Mm -hmm. if they actually see you struggling with your own debilitating issue yet you have the healing capability that i'm basically giving you to go out and heal other people in my name yeah and wouldn't it be that much more 
yeah. powerful for yeah. them to see I, someone not perfect yeah. doing such yeah. such big works. Yeah. And then that parting thing is like, and Jesus kind of turns to him and says, your your day will come. Yeah. Like yeah. hold strong. And like it, you'll, you will yes. be healed one day. He also, the, the part that he said at first was mm-hmm. uh, because I trust you. That's right. Yeah. He's like, why can't, why, James says, why can't I be healed? And Jesus says, because I, because I trust you. You know, like, like you don't need that. Like Jesus's whole goal is yes. not temporary relief. Jesus's no. whole goal is, is it, is the eternal perspective, right? Like, That's right. I want to save you for eternity, not looking, for a moment. He's always looking right. at the big And he's picture, saying, yeah. I trust that your eternity is secure. And so you don't actually need that healing to put your trust in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I trust you enough to walk with this ailment and mm. that it's that you're going to be, that ailment is actually going to be used for kingdom building. That's right. Which is, I mean, you can't argue with that. I guess you can, no. uh, I mean, James, I think responds well. I, yeah. I think you could still. It was like the burden that he, it upset. was the cross he yeah. had to bear. Right. In, yeah, yeah. in Jesus's name to go out yep. and then still preach, preach the good word yep. and, and, and do the healings. And yep. I mean, for people that are listening that maybe don't know this part of that journey of the disciples in that three-year ministry of Jesus, he sent them out mm-hmm. in two by two, mm-hmm. groups of, of uh, two by two yeah. to go off into different yeah. areas to yeah. speak yeah. W- the, the yeah. words that Jesus said. Like, had, the authority I have, I yes, give I'm to give, you. giving to you. Mm-hmm. And these people, these disciples had healing in ability yeah. in Jesus' name. Yeah. These conversations he has with the disciples as well, um, like their response. Oh, they were they're like, like, are you kidding? What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you saying? Yeah, like, like, like we read it <laughs> and we go over it so quickly yes. to be like, oh, yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll yeah, sure. go and yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, we'll you know? buy that. But no way. Like <laughs> as, as these normal human beings, they're going, Jesus, you're crazy. And they're like, I like that they show their side conversations too. Yes. Like, like how are we supposed to do that? Yes. Like what in the, like, you know what I mean? What is this um, guy talking about? And there's side about? conversations when Jesus is like off doing other things. They're like, where is he? Like, why is he not here? And That's right. How long are we supposed to stay here? And yeah, man, yeah. we're running out of where, food. Where and what, yeah, you know, all of the back? things that yeah. we, we would think about. Um, but for some <laughs> reason we, we gloss over yeah. just thinking like, oh well, yeah, they, you know, they just waited. And when Jesus mm-hmm. came, they went and everything was hunky dory, you and know, and it's just, a, that that's not realistic. That's what makes the show so fun. That's what and, makes the and, show and, so and, fun. And real is like, you can see yourself in all of these disciples with yes. the little side conversations yeah. and the questions that we would have. Yep. Like, where did he go? Yeah. What's he doing? Yeah. Like, what are we supposed he, to be doing? What, what should we be mm-hmm. doing? When's he coming back? Where, mm-hmm. you know, what's mm-hmm. what, what did he mean when he said that? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what that yeah, parable right. meant. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so they used to have to. He would have to break things down for them. Mm-hmm. He would tell them things, and then he would have to t- tell them again yeah. in a different way or yeah. with a, a different parable maybe yeah. that was maybe yeah. easier for them to yeah. understand. I yeah. like that they're getting like these really good. Um, spiritual truths across through these stories yeah. which is you know uh it, it's tying it into other parts of like the new testament and things mm-hmm. like that and bringing mm-hmm. those truths into these stories mm-hmm. um and that happens 
again, I'm jumping back to season one now. Sure. But with uh, with Mary, yes. um, where she's possessed by a demon. Yes. Um, or probably multiple demons, actually. Um, and, they, and so they show that Nicodemus actually goes um, yes. and tries to cast this demon out. Yes. Um, unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. Um, but then gets... Uh, gets the praise for it once Jesus does yeah, it. And this is what really, this is in, in the series, this yes. is what kind of really starts to put Jesus on Nicodemus's radar. Correct. It's like, wait a second, I yeah. know I did not heal this woman. Right. But and this, this guy, guy did, did. And this nobody, you know, from Nazareth or whatever. Right. And so, but what's cool is that, uh, so Mary's, obviously she knows that she's possessed and and all of these things um and people around her know who she is but she's going by lilith uh and which is the demonic name that she's been given and Mm so uh when jesus meets her in like the alley outside of this bar basically um and uh he he calls her by her name you know and that's how he casts the demon out is is calling her by name and i just that that scene like really got me emotionally as well Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. recognizing that like god knows who you really are that's right it's not what everyone else is perceiving you to be it's not the outside stuff the same thing with like peter or any Mm -hmm. of these characters like uh and and he calls you by name and Mm -hmm. you know she just you know falls into his arms or whatever and starts following him it's like the in in Mm -hmm. season three i'll jump ahead now to, to to the clean episodes with the with, with with the woman that touches sure his, before you his do garment. that before yeah, you course. jump to that yeah in season two you see mary have have a lapse she does she laps she laps and she goes, goes back. back into her old ways yes. and her old life yes and, and she's like kind of i mean it just seems like and it seemed to come on like suddenly yeah um, but it, yeah. it doesn't mean she was that, struggling with everything that was kind of going on yes and uh ends up going like having a relapse basically yeah. and, and going back to the her old bar and things that are familiar and betting and, and gambling yeah and, and, all and, of the yeah. stuff you know and uh th- and then i can't remember someone goes and finds her and brings her back like yeah. jesus says go and find her yeah, one of like, the disciples like he, yeah like yeah. obviously he knows what's going on but i just think again showing her humanity she had this very incredible spiritual experience where this demon was cast out of her and she knows it's Jesus and she's following Jesus. She's with Jesus and yet her humanity and, and sinful nature gets the best of her Isn't and she, so, she falls back. so true. And that's, it's like, that's, that's, that's unfortunately part of the human experience. The, the truth can be right here mm-hmm. and we can abide in that mm-hmm. for a period of time, but it doesn't mean it's, that's just done. Right. We we have a tendency as human beings. We are fallible. We are yes, capable of bad decisions yes. and yes. falling into old ways mm-hmm. and bad habits. And, and to things. think that you can't fall. That's right. It I think is is like we're untouchable. It's like a great deception of yeah. uh, of the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that no, 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 that would never happen to me. Or mm-hmm. you know, I I, I I think this happens a lot with like sexual temptation and yeah, things along those lines. Does. Even with like pastors and spiritual leaders, where they think, oh, that would never happen to me, and then they find themselves in a situation where they've fallen, right? Um, and I'm not saying that that's okay. I'm just saying 
it happens. And so all of us have to be on guard and, and put up appropriate boundaries to protect yeah. our hearts and minds and souls from, right. from, uh, from the schemes of the enemy. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, Steve and I were just talking the other day mm-hmm. about how, uh, I don't even want there to be a question. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, of, Anything, you know, I want to, I want to stay so far away from yes. the line right. that it, it doesn't even come into question, right? right. Um, well, does that make sense? Yeah, guardrails, yeah, like, and, yeah. and creating yeah, a lot very of distance healthy, and margin. Very healthy boundaries. From, yes. So, um, we were talking about, I think, Mike Pence, where Mike Pence, mm-hmm. oh, you know, yeah. as a political leader, yeah. his, his whole career will never be alone in the same room with a woman. That's right. Why? Because he's afraid that he's going to lose control? No, because he doesn't want to give someone else even the suspicion the suspicion or to have that question to even enter someone's mind and so um that's something you know coming from a ministry background like that's always been important to me you know um uh, and when i was a youth pastor i was never alone with a a student like because even if it's like even if you're doing good work you know like helping them deal with a problem or what whatever it might be like Somebody could be mad at you and fabricate a story. That's oh, right. you were alone with this person. And it's a defamation of character yeah. issue or, over or, nothing. Or even yep. the person you're you're doing ministry to. They can right. make up a story. That's and right. then it's just your word against theirs. That's right. And uh, it doesn't matter if you did anything. You know, as soon as uh, you've been uh, uh, accused of something, like whether you did it or not, That's right. boom, your stock drops. People will go to to defend Right, that situation with right. no knowledge, yep, or or real information Correct. about it. They'll yes. just they want to so jump on a bandwagon. We have to be yep. wise uh, to make those boundaries. I agree, um, and, and to uh, make sure that we're doing everything that we can. That's right. To not let anyone even have that. I think the suspicion is a yeah, great word right. that you used. So. <clears throat> no, it's it's a hundred percent true. And for men in particular, as a man, I can speak about such things. Like if you are a <laughs> right, I'm just saying no, I mean I, well, in, yes. not, in today's day and age, right, it's almost comical to say such things. But um I can speak I'll from experience. You'll allow yeah, it. You're welcome. <laughs> Where's the gavel? We need, the, we need Mike's gavel in here. Um that you know, if if I don't ever want to watch porn, sure. And I swore off porn like five years ago, yep. whatever it's been. Yep, I've not gone back on that ever once. Yeah, but have I caught myself scrolling on Instagram sometimes, and something comes up, and yeah. you see something, and then you mm-hmm. know. God forbid you either like it or watch it, sure. then what starts coming up in your feed more? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like it comes, stuff comes after yeah. you. So you have to unfollow certain people mm-hmm. and certain things mm-hmm. and avoid. Yeah. Or and just get rid of it altogether. Th- th- or right. Or just mm-hmm. abandon the platform altogether. Yep. But um it's really easy to get derailed. Yeah. And none none of us is uh, uh unfallible. Sure. Like we're all capable of yep. like an oops moment. Yeah. And so the more we can just be on our guard and be aware mm-hmm. and distance ourselves, yeah. as you said, you just never put yourself in that yeah. environment. Again, it's setting, it's not the thing that str- frustrates me a lot of times with, with, especially with new belief, not frustrates, that's the wrong word. The thing that uh, I want people to understand, especially as new believers, is that. Our goal is not to see how close we can get to the line without crossing. Correct. Our goal is to run from the line. That's right. And so our boundary can't be like, 
inches from the line we want to be miles and miles away that's right you know so that we we don't ever even come close to getting into a situation if you know bad decisions are going to be made after 1 a.m or 2 a.m in the morning Mm -hmm. then don't go out don't stay out past 11 or something you know like yeah it's like it's not how it's not how long can I stay out before I start getting into trouble? It's what time do I need to go home so I don't even get close to that moment? I got a two-hour buffer from trouble. Yes. You know? And, yeah, you got to make that decision at some point in your life. And And it has to be be an intentional pre-decision, pre-made boundary. Because if you try to do it in the moment, you're never going to – I mean, you're rarely going to be successful. I won't say never, but you're rarely going to be successful. You have to create that boundary ahead of time Mm -hmm. um, and know – Hey, at this point, I'm out. That's right. I'm done. You That's know, right. um, and then you got to live up to that. You got to stick with your commitments. That's right. And have, yeah, hopefully yeah. have the right people helping to hold you accountable. And again, that's part of it too, right? Is, is we're supposed to do this thing in community. Yeah. And so if you know that's, you know, you, I'm following your example of staying out till, I don't, I don't know what happens at one or two in the morning. I'm never out there, I know. but you're um, asleep. You're asleep I, by 10 oh one. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> or watching something in right. my bed with, you know, Christiana. Um, um, but, you know, having other people and that, you know, it's part of who's influencing you. You know, mm-hmm. if it's people that are trying to convince you to go past the boundary that you set, you probably shouldn't be hanging out with That's those exactly people. Right. They're the wrong people. Those are the wrong you people. need to be have a community of people around you that recognize, hey, that's a struggle for you. And at 10 o'clock, not only are you saying, I have to go home, they're saying, you need to go yeah, home. You need to go. Or I'm going to go home too so that you don't feel like you need to stay out that's any right. longer. That's right. So. And sometimes some friends aren't meant to last. Correct. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have to have, you need to be intentional about your boundaries. You need to be intentional about your community. Absolutely. Um, which is why we can't hang out anymore, Chris. So, I'm sorry to say <laughs> this, th- today will be the final. That's right. <laughs> um, Just an, kidding. A, another, and obviously the series is filled with great characters and great stories and moments. Oh yeah. We're talking about the chosen. We are talking about the chosen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was our, our five minute tangent. Yeah. Uh, or as uh, John Dixon, he's a, uh, Amazing speaker, author, uh, podcaster. He has a show called Undeceptions. I highly recommend it. What probably the most well produced? I've told you about this show. Well, I think I've shared an episode with you before. Well produced podcast I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And he, uh, <clears throat> why, why am I mentioning this? What was I, was, I was I just saying? Oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. I hate when rabbit I do trails. That. Yeah, rabbit trails, something about. Oh, he he has a moment deep in his show, typically where he he calls it a five minute Jesus. Okay, and he'll go, and so it'll be a side note, mm-hmm. basically a footnote to the larger podcast. Yeah. But he goes off and has like a five minute Jesus kind of yeah. like moment, and I thought it was like really cool mm-hmm. what what he does. So no, that was good. our five minute Jesus. Um, the 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 moment. With Jesus, with the woman at the well, yes. I think was very, and yeah. we've uh, pretty much anybody yeah. in going into Samaria. Cri- yes, going mm-hmm. as the Samaritan, <clears throat> pardon me, Samaritan woman that was midday at this well by herself mm-hmm. because of who she was mm-hmm. and not wanting to be around other people right. or them not yeah. wanting her to be around yeah. them because she yeah. was unclean, yeah. dirty. Well, just to preface this, yes. like uh, for people who don't un- know about Samaria, like yes. Samaria and people that were, you know, the disciples were all of them, them were from, they're both 
Jewish people, but they don't get along. That's right. Um, and they don't associate with each other. And it's like, I was trying to pay attention to like their clothes and things like that. Like, mm. how do they know they're from Samaria? And yes. how do they know that they're not, you know? Um, but, uh, they would actually walk around that town as opposed to going through it. That's and correct. so as they're approaching Samaria, the disciples are, you know, they're looking at a map and they're like trying to, uh, you know, figure out how to get to where they're trying to go to. And Jesus is like, well, why don't we just go through Samaria? And they're like, we can't like Jesus, we can't do that. Like, that's not okay. You know? Um, and he's like, no, that's the fastest way. Let's do that. And he's Let's like, do that. he's like, why don't you guys go on into town and find us some food? And I'm going to, I'm going to go gonna, up here. I'm going to go up here and hang out a little bit. And they're, you know, they're like, again, like Jesus, you're crazy. Like we can't do that. And he's like, no, you'll be fine. <laughs> Just, you know, go and go and go and do it. You know, he has so a lot of confidence yeah, he in, does. His, in his people. That's right. So he, he sends them in and then he goes to the well and that's when he, he runs into this woman, which obviously Jesus knows that she's going to be there. So continue. Well, I just wanted no, to get it's that. Just, it was such a, a moving interaction with this woman that has wants nothing to do with anybody. Certainly this man that's just mm -hmm. sitting at the well and Jesus asks her for water. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of standoffish and not really looking for conversation or right. to, to interact yeah. in any way. Well, she's probably – so, I mean, you know, her history is, you know, she's been with several men. Yeah, and she knows that prostitute. she's – She knows she's unclean. And so – uh, probably most people know who she is, and that's so right. people don't want to talk with her because, the, and that's why she's at the well during the day. Um, and Jesus actually asked that question. So, that's right. So keep going. Well, and they start to engage in, in this conversation, and he's just trying to feel her out a little bit, mm -hmm. and then he starts. It, it, she kind of gets her water, and she's on uh, ready to leave, mm -hmm. and he starts to tell her things about her, right? Like truths yeah. about yeah. her life yeah why why are you at the well during the day why don't you come right. when it's not so hot right you know like asking those questions that he knows the answer to that's right oh you know? he knows all the answers mm -hmm. and he knows who she is mm -hmm. it's kind of like a, being a good parent right? that's right and he starts digging he starts picking the scab a little bit yes and she, he gets her full attention and he starts to tell her exactly who she is mm -hmm. and it's just just highly emotional moment mm -hmm. where he looks upon her as a father would look at a daughter that he yeah. loves with his mm -hmm. his heart yeah and um she feels it and he yep. says you know you you I, I forget exactly what he says to her but it's it's like you, you're, you're good mm -hmm. like you're you're a good person you're clean you're loved right, right. You're, you're a you're daughter loved, yeah. you're yeah you know he, well he says like repent yeah He's right like, right like you're not right. good but I, you know, repent. But I got you, yeah. and I will. You know, I accept you. You know, repent, and and I and you will be clean. That's right. You know, um, and I think that. And she runs off just over overjoyed, way overjoyed, back into yeah, yeah. town yeah. without her water. Yeah. Which this is like <laughs> the just... first person he ministers to, and he and he start. It's so mm. fun. Uh, I don't know if "fun's" the right word, but it's it's interesting that the first person um, that really starts off the ministry is in this town of Samaria, which is supposed mm. to be their enemy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's always upside down or flipped yes. over from how we think it would go. Or how it should be. Or how it should yes. be. The yep. way he does things. I always call things. it the upside down kingdom. Yep. Like everything Jesus does is backwards of what we are taught from a worldly perspective of, of how we're supposed to yep. act or how we're mm -hmm. supposed to react to things. Well, it's like it's like loving your enemy. Mm-hmm. 
you know, which is what he's doing. It's it's exactly yeah. what he's doing. Or supposed it, to supposed to be your enemy. Right. Yeah. I saw something the other day that said, uh, "It's one, of course you love Jesus, but do you love and forgive Judas?" Right. And I was like, "That's an interesting thought." Yeah. That's let's, right. Let's dwell with that for a little bit. You know. Uh, so, which he came in. Season two, I think Judas shows up yeah, in yeah. the picture, which is interesting. Towards the end, right before he gives his mm-hmm. uh, his sermon, yeah. it was fun to see his backstory too. Mm. Um, yeah, because as they build up Judas's character, like he's doing business deals and he's mm-hmm. working with a business partner and doing right. all of these things. Yes, um, and then he hears about Jesus and he's like, "I feel like." I need to go hear him speak. I feel like I need to go and hear him. And so, and that's where he meets Jesus, and Jesus invites him to follow. You know, and so we know that part of uh, Judas's, you know, ultimate fall is, you know, he uh, took over the finances. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so we've already talked about how sex is a fall for people. Money is also a fall for people, and Mm so you know, sex, money, and power. That's right. So. Uh, Judas falls to the temptation of money, mm. um, both with keeping tabs on on the ministry money, um, mm. as well as selling Jesus out for money. You yep. know, and uh, so, but again, you know, we haven't got there yet. But obviously, right. you can read ahead. We can read ahead in in the in in the book, you know, and see how Jesus interacts That's with right. Jesus with right. with Judas. Um, I want to make a point too that. I don't know if we've even ever made or, or had to make. I think I think you've maybe made this point at some point that sex, money, and power by themselves at face value are not bad things. Sure. It's what we turn them into. Right. We turn I say that with emotions. I, yeah. Yeah. Like jealousy or, you know, uh, I read uh, once, you know, our God is a jealous God. And I've always been taught that jealousy is bad, mm. you know, and I thought, well, how, well, God doesn't sin, so how can God be jealous? Um, and started realizing, like, jealousy is an emotion. And if something, someone is taking something away that belongs to you. So, Christiana and I have had this talk in our marriage. Like, if if she's feeling jealous, like, that's actually not a bad emotion. Like, because something's getting, it could be because work. I, she well, could be jealous sure, of your job, well, It's because right? I belong yeah. to her. Right. And so, if something is coming in the way of... Of me belonging of to her, your oneness. She's yeah. allowed to be jealous. Now she's not allowed to sin in that jealousy, right? That's right. Same with anger. I'm not allowed to sin in my anger. But mm-hmm. that that's across all emotions, and right. and I and I think it moves into what you're talking about. Um, that sex between a man and a woman yeah. who are married is the most beautiful thing. Obviously, like God that's, made it. That's, in, that's, like that's that, the He wants that to be good. That's why we like it. He wants it to be right. good. And we wants it to yes. be good. Money. It's but, a necessity. It's a necessity, yes. and you can do so much good with money, yes. can't we? Yes. Oh my long, goodness! Yeah. As soon as it, it, yeah. It, as soon as it becomes the the thing that's driving you, yes. Um, and that's it can be driving you. Here's where I struggle because for some people it drives them like I want more money. I want more money. I want more, more money. More, more. For me, the thing that where I give it too much power is when I think I don't have enough to make ends meet and I, and I'm no longer like saying it's okay about, God yeah. you're going to take care of me but when I start trying to fix all my problems on my own and not trust that God's going to take care that's of it right. um that's that's where uh I allow money to have too much power and evil in my yeah. own life I agree yeah I, I, I would one day I, I would I say my wife and I have, the, have that yeah. same those same yeah 
struggles. I hope to flip it one day where money has too much power on me because I'm just making too much and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's uh, good. I that, love that, it. That line will come back to haunt me one day. Uh, a few more things that we wanted to touch on just because obviously there's there's so many characters in this. So, but, uh, so much good things. We, so, yeah. many, so many good things. Uh, Matthew. Yes. And his turnaround. Yeah. But also, just the way they portray him yeah. in the show is Which I didn't have a chance to research it. I, I'm ve- I'm still very curious yeah. um, why they portray him as having autism. Um, you know, the, obviously he was a tax collector. Um, they did a great job of showing that, you know, like his house is way better than anybody else's house mm-hmm. and you know how he had to sneak into work because everybody hates him because he's a tax collector and he was uh, a little OCD he's OCD his family rejected him like mm-hmm. his dad and and you know he his only friend is is his dog basically mm-hmm. um and uh so yeah his, his whole storyline's really good too and his redemption is really good but mm-hmm. I, I'm curious and maybe maybe someone out there is listening that can give us a little bit of insight to um why you know the directors and the producers decided to give him that yeah. autistic bent yeah. um you know is there something in scripture that that led them to say hey maybe mm. this is a possibility right yeah i don't know maybe you looked into it i'm not sure i, I have not looked into it um i took it at, um as it just it, it felt right mm-hmm. in the way that they portrayed they him. did it they portrayed mm-hmm. him as the relationship that he had with the romans yeah. and um they obviously, liked him for his smarts yes obviously detail oriented yes, i mean he's highly. the one who gave all of the genealogy at the beginning of yes, his gospel that's right um if you read his gospel it's you know just the way i love how i mean there's different writers for the four gospels right matthew mark luke and john mm-hmm. and the way that they, they they write in their own voice right and so you can kind of see their different personalities come out in the way that they write yeah um and so certainly that would have an effect on how they they developed matthew's character yeah. um but sorry and, continue you know, no i was just gonna say in his interactions with jesus in preparation for yeah uh jesus sermon, on the, sermon on the mount yeah. uh was was fantastic yeah uh jesus was known and biblically there's many times where you, jesus goes off by himself to pray sure to speak to God, to he speak to the Father, to he withdraws to yeah, and he would do this most likely with Matthew, yeah, who helped him. I mean, at prepare. this point, yeah, he yeah. didn't always do that, but it at didn't this always, particular but at this point, point yeah. he or he, there's many times where it'll say Jesus and so and so, sure, Jesus and these two or three, yeah, he didn't always, he wasn't always in the whole group, right, because he did have his kind yeah. of his closest yeah. disciples. Yeah, it was too, fun right? too to see the other disciples like kind of get jealous. a little upset about yeah. that, like yeah. why, why, why Matthew, right, like why is he taking Matthew? That's you know, right, they didn't understand. They didn't understand but so. yeah jesus had purpose for everybody and worked loved to see people work to their strengths yep. and stuff and he knew that matthew could be of benefit to him yeah. writing the stuff down helping him take notes and yep. organize the whole i mean that was his first big mm. sermon you know and that's a great um that's obviously um is it matthew five yeah, it's early on in Matthew. Matthew 5, I believe. I, I encourage anyone, uh, if you're not a much of a Bible reader, at least go and read the Sermon on yeah. the Mount. Yeah. Uh, it's it's beautiful. It's, it's the upside it's, down Yes, exactly kingdom. right. It's mm-hmm. exactly what you said, but mm-hmm. it's like the upside down gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it's just yep. not what we think. Yeah. 
but it's exactly what we should do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's wonderful. It's good. No, Matt, I, and I like his character too. I mean, I just think, again, they did so good with all of these different stories. Oh my gosh. And, and so his, much so. This is great. Last but not least, the man they have is Jesus, Jonathan yeah. Rumi. Yeah. Um, I've been following him now just you know, the last several months on Instagram and stuff. He's, he's a great spokesperson for the show, yep. um, for other like Bible apps or b- other, other things that I've seen him, uh, uh, kind of, uh, promote. And, mm-hmm. um, he, he just, but the way that they have him, I, I think he's a terrific actor, but if you're going to be Jesus, like you, you got to pull it off. Yeah. And the way they film it, Mm-hmm. And his facial expressions yeah. when he interacts with these people, mm-hmm. I just feel so much of a like that's yeah. exactly yeah. like that's how Jesus would see, connect. You, you can see, see the, the emotion. Yeah, yeah, my gosh, his face mm-hmm. and the way he looks upon people with such love and such um, devotion, adoration yeah. for people, just so expressive and yeah. so emotional. You yeah. see him almost like holding back, not yeah. not just crying, yeah. but holding back. Yeah. You know, at, yeah. at this uh, this yeah. massive amount of, of emotion mm-hmm. for people. Uh, yeah. And that's what you would want from someone that yeah. created you, yeah. right? <laughs> they also did a good job of making him human. Yes. I mean, he's, so he's teasing the disciples. He's joking around with them. Yeah. Um, he smiles a lot. I, I think it's in the first season that they the, his first miracle is turning water into wine. Yeah, and wedding. his mom is the one who, like, convinces him to do it. Yes. And his interaction with his mom, it's kind of like, Mom, no. Like, it, you know, and, and it's... It's, it's, I don't know, you can read it where, again, when you're just reading the words, it can feel almost harsh the way that he talks. Yes, yeah, yeah. But they do a good job of like softening um, the yes. text a little bit to mm-hmm. where it's still straight to the point, but it, it doesn't come across as like mean necessarily. It's just mm-hmm. them having conversation, you know, it's, mom, it's, it's not my time yet. Like, what are you doing? Like, and, you know, how does she respond? Something like, well, when is it going to be time? That's exactly you know? right. Um, and so he, you know, okay, you know, here's what we got to do. You That's know? right. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's almost yeah. like that first yeah. big thing that mm-hmm. he does to yeah. kind of um, yeah. But that's got to be hard, right? Like <sighs> Jesus knowing what the ultimate end is going to be. Yes. Like to start that ball rolling. Like if I if I knew that as soon as I start, like it's only going to get worse until that's, it's that's over. Correct. Like I'm going to be a little resistant too to to knocking that first domino over, you that's know. Right. And and so that kind of shows his humanity a little bit I as think well. So too. Absolutely. Knowing like I'm going to follow God and do everything that my Father asks me to do, um, but you know, kind of just waiting for the right moment. And mm. uh, so I, it's just, it, it, it's really good. Just the way that they portray his character. They, the first, uh, we watch the episodes now with our kids, but the first one we watched was the episode with the kids because we yeah, thought that was a good great. introduction. It's so cute. I and love just, it. Love you know, that that's, that's not in scripture anywhere, but it kind of no. just shows, you know, Jesus living off the land, you know, his, again, showing his humanity and, mm-hmm. and interaction and yep. he's praying and he yep. recognizes the kids are there. And it's like, he's teaching these kids and having them gather around. It's just such a, it's a, the it's whole wonderful. episode is a, just a cool episode to, yeah, it is to, to I, jump into. But I do, I love, yeah, they're, they're taking, they're taking the truths of the Bible and things that are written in the Bible, and they're just expanding on it as, mm-hmm. you know, as in this cultural time period, yeah. what that would have looked like. Yep. And there's many times in the Bible uh, where they 
show in Jesus's interaction with children. Yeah. And that was very extra special. Yeah. And he always says like, you know, the, these are the first ones to enter heaven. Yeah. Uh, the innocence of a child. Mm -hmm. And this is how we as human beings should look upon mm -hmm. the father as a child looks upon their parents, yep. you know? Uh, and I just, gosh, that, get, that gets me all, all emotional just thinking about it because it's true. If you look at a, a two-year-old or a three-year-old or a four-year-old child, they don't, mm -hmm. they don't know. Yeah. They don't know what they don't know. Yeah. And they're just full of life and yeah. love and, and, and excitement and joy and all of these things. And that's what, that's how yeah. our father sees yeah. us I, all the time. So I, you're further along than I am now. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I've made it through the third season okay. and you're still, Ooh, oh gosh, I have time, an uh, alarm up. for our, uh, I'll stop that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, uh, that means we have to wrap up here soon. Yeah, it? no, we're good. We're good. Uh, we're gonna wrap. So, um, you're further along. I don't know if this is gonna happen, mm. uh, but there's also like so. There's the main Roman guy who oversaw Matthew. Then there's this other Roman guard that's like he's like he's kind of like an inspector basically that goes around and, and is kind of trying to figure mm -hmm. things out. Mm -hmm. I know at some point Jesus heals the centurions kid um and that you know and he says this roman has more faith than all of you my guess is it's probably going to be one of those guys um as they're developing their characters it's and somebody that you've already it, so seen it, so it does happen season three so it does happen he does cure a child the daughter yeah, that does happen. It does happen. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. So, oh, yeah. So don't ruin it's it. It's coming. Me. Okay. I, I won't say anymore. I, I just assumed it was going to be one yeah. of those guys. So, yeah. um, like, they're building yeah, it up to be that. It's something, it's it's in the Bible. Yeah. Jesus is, right. and he, he, purposely, yeah, he purposely asked them, yeah, um, you know, don't speak of this. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. a lot of the things that Jesus did, yeah. he 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 said like, don't yeah, yeah, like, keep it hush, keep it hush, yeah. keep it under wraps. Yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not looking for yeah. fanfare from this. Yeah. I'm just I'm just doing what yeah. I am capable of. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, there's so many. So characters. what's next? Yeah. What's there, next? I was just gonna say there, there's John the Baptist. There's Philip's yeah. character. There's so many characters. Uh, you know, Thomas and yes. So I mean, if you haven't seen it, like, there's just so much to to digest and to consume. Um, and, and like you said, they're making a season four. So eventually, I mean, they're going to be finished with, with the gospels That's right. and, uh, what I think should happen. And if I was in charge of this thing, they should move right into the book of acts because, uh, there's so many good stories there that they could continue to elaborate on, right? Like yeah, all how, these, how great yeah. would it be to see the disciples gathering together in the upper room and the Holy spirit coming. And then that whole, thing where they go out and start speaking and thousands upon thousands of people are saved like yeah. i mean great episode yes. you know uh i think giving a backstory to steven uh you know he gets stoned and and paul is there like i think the overarching oh my gosh uh, yeah. you know through this through the act season you know you could just be following paul's story wow. like that's your arc right yep. because paul starts off as saul yep. persecuting the church that's right you know Complete he's flip. at steven's stoning mm -hmm. you know so you could see him there and uh, making sure that everything's going down wow. right you know having his conversion Version experience, the Damascus you know, experience. Um, and then that whole thing where, uh, you know, he's now Paul and he's going into a town and everybody knows that he's like, yeah, you're the, the guy great, was the great persecutor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, God tells 
uh, I don't remember who it is, like, hey, Paul's coming and you need to keep him in your house. That's and right. like, yeah. like we just say, you know, that's all that we see in the book of Acts. And, and Paul comes and he takes him in. But we should, being able to see the humanity of him wrestling with, I'm not going to take this guy in. Like, he's the one who's killing everybody. Like, why would I invite him into my house? You know what I mean? There's just so many good Um, opportunities, you know? uh, The Peter and Paul's, you know, them arguing with each other um, about, you know, Paul's like, no, the the gospel's for everybody. And Peter's like, no, it's only for the Gentiles, you know, for the Jews, you know? And and the whole argument, there's so much there. So that could be a um, multi-season series. So if if we could walk, if I could talk to the director and the producers, uh, you know, I would say you got to like finish up uh, the you know with the gospels. Mm-hmm. Jump right into Acts. Well, we'll try. We'll see if we can make this happen. That's right, and and, and allow me to be a part of it because that's I it. loved it. I would that's love right. to be as as I watch all these things. I'm like, how cool it would it be to be on set with these I people? Know it, you know, I know it. Um, and they look like I've seen a lot of behind the scenes stuff yeah. with them. Some outtakes and yeah. things. Yeah, um, they're they're enjoying themselves. Yeah. They're yeah. enjoying themselves. Um, uh, yeah, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, I think they shared it. It might have been at the end of season two or three where they were showing a bunch of stuff like yeah. where like a light was going off or someone's car alarm was going yeah. off, you know, and they all have a good laugh because, you know, this, you can't show any technology yeah. of any kind, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, where it just looks like they're really having um, – uh, uh, you, you want – what you would hope is that this is like – a profound experience for these actors sure. and actresses, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, that's what they yeah. are. Yeah. But they're also Christ followers. Yeah. So what an honor. Yeah. What an honor. Was, yeah. I can't remember who it was. Someone I know, one of my friends just posted a picture. Like They met one of the disciples at like a gas station. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh, that's cool. They're like, hey, look who I hey, saw. I was the pumping gas. gas next to Peter. That's right. Yeah. I, it was one of the other disciples. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't remember who it was, that's but I cool. thought it was I thought it was pretty that's funny. That's great. That's great. Um, but yeah, so I, I think if they could continue that, that would be great. I'm yeah. really thankful for uh, Christians who are in the film industry who mm-hmm. are making uh, good, high-quality productions and not trying to put it on on a side platform but actually like hey how can we make good quality stuff that's on netflix that's on prime that's on hulu that people want um to watch because they're so good but Mm. then they there's that undertone of the gospel there's the undertone of biblical values Mm. um and it's not like cheesy in your face but it's like it's almost subtle so a couple Um, of these movies that i really want to see i told you nefarious nefarious yeah my mother-in-law was talking about that yesterday said that she really liked it oh wow okay she said that she said she prayed before she went in like yeah Yeah. it looks like it's kind of a yeah i mean it's it's about like demonic possession and stuff like that but looking and then the new jim caviezel sounds of freedom mm-hmm. uh, which is about the yeah. uh, the uh, trafficking yeah um, sex trafficking sex trafficking yep. Uh, yep. looks yep. amazing and yep. powerful so and then and then the, there's less intense stuff uh yes. like uh there's a good movie uh called a week away um oh, okay. on netflix okay uh one of my kids favorite movies oh great but it's about this rough kid that um basically uh, he can either go to juvie or he can come under the care of this other, uh, this other, I think she's a teacher at the school and she's like, uh, don't send him to juvie. He's like a foster kid now. Yeah. Let me take him into my house. And, and, but she goes and helps at a, a camp and it's at this camp that like his life has changed, but wow. it's a, it's awesome. a musical. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not 
it's it's just a it's a really really good movie yeah. like w- we as parents enjoy it our kids enjoy it and it doesn't have like that sometimes like christian you know let's be honest so christian stuff like, some, yeah. sometimes music and sometimes movies it just it's like this christian like uh, yeah. that's a little that's a little a little cheese for me yeah, too you cheesy, know right. um but i just i think if i believe that we were created by god and that when we turn to God, our stuff shouldn't be subpar. We should be putting out the best content out there Mm -hmm. because we have the connection with the creator. Right. right? And so why, why would our stuff be less than what Hollywood can do? You know, I think we should be outperforming Hollywood because I think weird. I think we have that. (laughs) I think that we have that ability to do that. Like let's, like let's not be cheap about stuff. And that's what's Mm. so great about the chosen is Mm -hmm. they're not being cheap about it. They're saying, this is how much it costs to do it. Well, um, and to do a high production value. And so if some big, you know, producer's not going to give us the money to do it, we'll just crowdfund it and we'll That's do right. it. So let's do some more crowdfunding where we can do stuff and be, and not use money as an excuse mm-hmm. to not put out uh, high production, really good uh, stuff that is yeah. going to be actually life changing for yeah, people. For sure. It is. Well said. That's great. Uh, thank you for joining me for a conversation about yeah. a, sh- a, a show, a series that we are really enjoying. We yeah. hope people are encouraged and we'll go give it a try. Yep. Uh, get the app on your smart TV. They, they have or an, your an, phone. an angel or on yep. your phone mm-hmm. and download it and yep. watch it for free. It's free. It's free. Yeah. And you can do All things. You can do time. the pay it forward thing, and yep. uh, which give I them. plan on doing. Yeah, give them a little. Which, give them a little mm-hmm. boost, but uh, you don't have to. You can just mm-hmm. enjoy all the um, the amazing stuff that they're creating, and hundred uh, yeah. percent free. So kind of like tipping uh, yeah. someone at the restaurant. That's right. Like if that you was, had great service. And they gave us really good service. Yeah. They 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 deserve a little That's bit right. from me. That's right. Uh, this is good. This is fun. Thank you, listeners, for another episode here on Strong by Design. Uh, go ahead and smash that five stars or leave us. Leave it, yeah, smash it. Hit it hard. Uh, leave us a review. We would absolutely love that. And um, we just uh, are so honored and grateful for you, for all of our listeners from all over the states, but all over the globe. I love looking at the stats and seeing people from all different countries around the world. So uh, we just really appreciate you. And we'll be back next week, as always, on Wednesday with a new episode releases here on Strong by Design. God bless you and talk with you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you. 